Welcome to Business Buzz with your host, Frank Hellring. Do you own a small business or does that small business own you? Are you seeking increased sales, more loyal customers, lower operation costs, and brand loyalty? If you're interested in elevating your brand and expanding your reach, then Business Buzz will put it all together for you with expert guests, resources that make sense, and your opportunity to be heard. Get ready to call in with your questions and comments at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Business Buzz is out to put the buzz back into your business. Here's your host, Frank Hellring. Hey, can you hear the buzz? Welcome, wherever you may be. You have found Business Buzz. I'm your host, Frank Hellring, and we're coming to you live, prime time, on the Voice America Business Network channel. And Business Buzz is brought to you today by Moda Business Solutions because they have resources that make sense. Well, I'll tell you what, there may some be some challenges out there today as you're running your small business. You know, you look around and you say, my goodness, where could I find that resource that I can trust? Maybe in marketing, maybe in communications, maybe in internet service, maybe in just simply looking at reducing operational costs. Well, I'll tell you what, you can't find anybody better than Moda because they got a smorgasbord of benefits out there from soup to nuts. So pick up that phone and dial 858-251-4640. That's 858-251-4640. And get with Moda Business Solutions today because they can show you how to blacken your bottom line. To get in contact with the show, you can call us toll-free at 877 877- Number three, N-O-W-B-U-Z. Leave me a message and we'll talk about you being on my show real soon. Well, shout out to one of our national advertisers, Letip, L-E-T-I-P.com. They are 4,500 businesses strong across this nation, border to border, shore to shore, 220 chapters exploding in the Northeast. If you want to meet community businesses who are right there in your backyard that you're not in relationship with at a breakfast meeting, a lunch meeting, they'll invite you in to take a look at becoming a member. You'll look over there and see an empty chair. Yeah, one empty chair, because that's what they're looking to fill, and you'll be the only one to fill it. It's not like going to a chamber of commerce where you got two guys that want to cut your lawn, three guys that want to paint your house, four guys that want to sell your house. We're talking about industry category. You occupy that chair, nobody else. You become a member of that particular chapter the next time you show up. Hey, you got all those people in that room being billboards for your business. So go to letip.com today and get with a chapter president soon and find out what it's all about in the B2B world. Well, I have been promoting a show that started last November where we uncovered veterans being murdered in their beds and not just metropolitan hospitals, but veteran administration hospitals. I need you to go to veteran, V-E-T-E-R-A-N, murders, M-U-R-D-E-R-S dot com. Listen, if you're a veteran or you know a veteran or you just care about veterans, get that landing page, veteranmurders.com in the hands of those that you care about most, which are the ones that picked up a weapon, went to a far-flung battlefield, defended your freedoms. Some of them came home, some of them didn't. But I'm telling you right now, the ones that did, and they need that care at a time they're most vulnerable, they literally 
are being murdered in their beds. This is definitely going on in this country, and we need to do something about it. So go to veteranmurders.com today, and let's stop the killing. Well, I'll tell you what, I am very excited about this show today, and I'll tell you why. Because my partner, Patrick Lang, kind of came to me and said, you know what, I've got a person who was one of the founding partners of my company, Certainty Management, who I owned before I ever met you, Frank, and then we formed Certainty Global. But this little lady has been one of the most incredible, faithful, entrepreneurial, and incredibly talented partners founding partners of this outfit called Certainty Management. I am joined by Jill McCauley. She's a Certainty Management Director of Administration. She's also a partner in the firm. She's largely responsible for helping keep Certainty, its diverse team of affiliates in the U.S., Canada, and abroad, organized and moving in the right direction. With over 20 years experience of business administration, philanthropic and client service experience, she is a valued addition to the Certainty Management team. She's a former singer, and she absolutely is a thespian, competitive horseback rider. Jill was in a rollover automobile accident in 2000, driving home from college for her Christmas break, during which she suffered a severe spinal cord injury, leaving her a C5 tetraplegic. She has spent the last 20 years in a wheelchair requiring significant physical help, and yet she still gets more done and contributes more to our team than most of us could possibly imagine. She's an inspiration to us all. Jill received her BA degree from BYU Provo with a degree in sociology. She also completed an associate's degree at Cascade Community College in 2005. Despite her limitations, over the past two decades, Jill has served honorably with her career and given extensive service to several nationwide and Washington state-based organizations, including the Little Bit Therapeutic Writing Center. The Here and Now Project, the Ark of King County, within her church and community, and more. In addition to her service to Certainty's team and the clients, Jill serves on the Board of Directors for the Disability Advocacy Coalition of the State of Washington. Jill McCauley, Certainty Management, welcome to Business Buzz. Thank you so much, Frank. I'm happy to be here. Oh, we're happy to have you. You know, Jill, I did have a gentleman last week on my show who was born with no legs, if you can believe that. And yet he is known throughout the disabled community as a professional sports person. He played Major League Baseball. He played football. In fact, he tried out for two NFL teams, if you can believe that. Now, he didn't get in the starting 11, but the bottom line is I did entitle that show A Guy Who Isn't Disabled. Now, you are in a different facet of that, right? in your life. You had an unfortunate occurrence happen during your college years. Tell us a little bit about Jill McCauley and how you've kind of weathered those storms. Sure. Well, I um, love the story of the gentleman you interviewed. I look forward to going back and listening to that because it sounds like a very inspiring story. Um, I grew up in the Washington, just north of Seattle, outside of Seattle. And um, yeah, I grew up a very active child and teenager. I did a lot of sports and horseback riding, as you mentioned, lots of singing and performing, and um, just a really great childhood. I have an amazing family, and I live in a beautiful area. I was able to participate in lots of activities, and um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I feel very blessed to have had that experience, and um, when I graduated from high school, I decided to go away to college, and I went to a small college in 
southeastern Idaho called BYU-Idaho. And it's just another campus of the of Brigham Young University in a small town called Rexburg. It's very cold and windy there, but um, I really loved the year. I met some really incredible, amazing people, including my roommates, who, who are some of my best friends today. And I had a, a really great year. I was, um, yeah, I just feel like I was getting to know myself. I was figuring out what I cared about in life and what um, what I was passionate about and developing independence and really, really feeling independence for the first time. And, and at the end of the year, I started to drive home in my red Subaru station wagon. And um, I got a couple of hours away and then I, I fell asleep at the wheel in the middle of the afternoon. And um, I, my car rolled into the median and overend several times and it caused me to suffer a severe spinal cord injury. And it's uh, C4-5, which is um, pretty close to the top. C1 is the top. So um, it's, I broke my neck and I caused me to immediately become a quadriplegic. So I don't have any use of my arms or legs. I can't use my hands or my wrists and I can't feel well on my collarbone. So I was in the hospital there for three, three days where they did surgery to stabilize my spine. And then, then I flew back to Seattle where I was in an, um, intensive care and then in rehab in the University of Washington Medical Center for three months. And um, that's really where I kind of started a whole new life. Um, still the same, same, same me, you know, had all the experience from those previous 18 years, but um, learning how to do, do life in a new way. And uh, it's been, you know, I've been a journey since then. That was 23 years ago. So I've been in my wheelchair now longer than I was um, able-bodied. And um, yeah, it's just become part of who I am. You know, Jill, uh, I have a great respect, you know, for those uh, individuals who have a physical malady, right? But don't let them have that stop them, you know. But at the zenith of your life, you know, you're going to your first year in college. I mean, I can remember when I, you know, hit that campus, you know, as, as a freshman, you know, I mean, it just like things didn't get any better, right? Uh, you're out from underneath the parents, uh, you know, supervision, you know, you're on your own to some degree, but, uh, you know, it's just a whole different world aspect. And here you are coming back, right, I guess on Christmas break, uh, back home uh, from your first year uh, on a college campus, and you have this unfortunate thing happen in your life, you know. Uh, do me a favor, tell me a little bit about, you know, once the recovery happened, I mean, obviously you are now in the reality zone, you know, and choices have got to be made, right? Yes. Yeah, it was, it was very helpful at the hospital. They do as much as they can to teach you how to um, live a life in a wheelchair. So I did a lot of driving classes for my wheelchair, learning how to drive a wheelchair and how to direct care. You know, I, I require a lot of assistance from um, caregivers and my parents, you know, and so we also had to make changes to our home so that I could come home and use the bathroom and shower and um, get in the front door. We had to buy a wheelchair accessible van. Um, I needed to, um, I, my, my bedroom was up. I had to go to downstairs before to get to my room. So I had to change um, locations where I, where I live and exist in the home now and um, learning new technology. There's a lot of 
really, really helpful technology that is available now that allows me to um, manipulate a wheelchair, a wheelchair, you know, to use my computer and a cell phone. So there's a, lo a lot of um, a lot of learning that happens that with for certain things that that now I need to to use in my life. And so that was, you know, a big learning curve, but, you know, just had to do it. I just feel grateful to live at this time in, in a world where they're in a country where there's good health care and I have technology that's available to me and, and um, a family that is supportive and, and able to, um, you know, provide for me while I was learning to do this new life. Now, what would have been your major, uh, Jill, when you were in college, you know, and did you stay down that course or because now you're in business, right? Uh, with certainty management. So that's a little bit of a radical departure if you're going a different direction. It is. I never imagined that I would be in a business uh, role, um, especially leadership role. I was going to school for vocal performance as a music major, as a singer. And so um, I did have to change tracks because the nature of my injury, I can't use my abdominal muscles and breathe very um, easily, get a full breath of air and supported and we're singing with proper technique and at the level I was it really is like a full body experience you need all your muscles to support and project your voice well and so I did have to change my careers and my major and um, that was difficult you know I'd always seen myself as an active um, physically capable person and kind of identified myself in from that perspective um, I, I'm a, I, how I, how I described who I was, was related to all of the activities that I did. So it was also very, um, a learning process to think about the foundation of who I am and that I, I wasn't those things that I, I couldn't do anymore, but that I was, I was still the same person. I just had to learn to, um, exist in a world in a different way and choose activities and, and, uh, a major that that would allow me to to keep learning and keep growing and um, not be focused on the things that I had lost, but um, focus on the opportunity to learn new things. You know, Jill, I really hope that there are some other folks who are in similar situations uh, listening to this show because your story certainly is not only moving, okay? It's definitely going to be one of my more memorable ones. Uh, you know, recently, you know, you see this uh, pastor out of, of Australia, I think it's Nick, Nick Vukovic or whatnot. He was born with no arms, no legs, one foot, right? And he's heard by millions all over the world, right? And then, of course, I had Dave Stevens who played huh, Major League Baseball on a Major League Diamond. He actually ended up pinch hitting for one of the premier uh, MLB players in history, Daryl Strawberry. Uh, I mean, it's phenomenal what you can do if you put your mind in the right place. And in your particular case, that's exactly what you've done. And we're going to be talking about that after we go to this quick break, because I definitely want to talk about what you're doing right now with this fabulous company called Certainty Management out of Henderson, Nevada, because you're a big piece of that, right? Yep. <laughs> Outstanding, Jill. 
We're going to take a quick break here. You are listening to Business Buzz with Frank Herring live on Voice America Business Network, brought to you now by CaliforniaSeniorGuide.com. Well, I'll tell you what, been a major sponsor of this show for now well over two years. And if you have a product or a service out there that you would like to get in front of the eyeballs and ears, because I am now the official radio talk show host for that magazine, you need to go to CaliforniaSeniorGuide.com today You'll get a pop-up box. They'll ask you for your email. Punch your email in there. Don't worry about somebody's going to hack your computer. And someone will get in contact with you to talk to you about an eighth-page ad, a quarter-page ad, a half-page ad, a full-page ad like I've got in that particular magazine. And also Voice America. I was able to put them into that magazine. Listen, seniors represent $3.5 trillion of spendable income. That means they sit around these senior centers with pocketbooks and wallets full of cash. What better things have they got to do than find some place to spend it because they don't want to leave it all to their kids in the will. So I'm telling you right now, go to CaliforniaSeniorGuide.com today and find out how you can get involved in one of the biggest marketplaces on the face of the earth, the senior community here in the United States of America. Well, I've been mixing it up with Joe McCauley of Certainty Management. What an amazing lady who had something very unfortunate, untimely, unexpected, suddenly happen in her life, and yet she hasn't let it stop her. And I'll tell you what, we're going to find out how she's become unstoppable. After my advertisers take two and two to take a look at you, we'll be right back with more buzz for your business. Moda Business Solutions is your one-stop shop with a focus on time and cost savings. We let you, the business owner, focus on running your businesses instead of searching for quality products and services. Cash is king, and we strive to put more cash into your pocket. Moda Business Solutions provides top-of-the-line products and services, connecting you with trending companies. Are you ready to grow your business? Call Moda Business Solutions at 858-251-4640 or visit us online at modabusinesssolutions.com. At LaTip, in everything we do, we believe in the importance of small business success. And we believe in helping small businesses reach their growth goals. The way we help small businesses is by building relationships, training on how to expand those relationships into closable leads, and providing technology to efficiently interact within those relationships. We just happen to run business networking meetings. Want to come to one? This is the power of LaTip. Visit LaTip.com for more information. That's L-E-T-I-P.com. We're always looking for guests, resources, and business promotion. Would you like to be a guest on the show? Do you have a resource that can help small businesses increase sales, lower costs, and amplify brand loyalty? Do you have a business that needs to elevate your brand and expand your reach? If any of these sound like a fit for you, you need to partner with us. Call us at 877-3-NOW-BUZZ. That's 877-366-9289. And discover how Business Buzz and Business Watch can take your message and company further. Again, give us a call at 877-3-NOW-BUZZ. 877-366-9289. 
Business Watch is your outreach to feel the pulse and increase the buzz in your business community. Invite Frank to be a speaker at your next event. We can create a live promotional video with you at your next event to brand your brand. Visit businessbuzz.com. Having Frank come speak at your event can motivate your team and your customers, which means he can also motivate the growth of your business. It's time to take it to the next level. Visit businessbuzz.com and watch things grow. You're listening to Business Buzz with your host, Frank Hellring. To reach the live show, please call 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. Or send Frank an email at info at businessbuzz.com. That's info at B-I-Z-Z-N-E-S-S buzz.com. Now, back to Business Buzz. Hey, welcome back. I'm your host, Frank Kellring, live on Business Buzz here on the Voice America Business Network. I have been mixing it up with Jill McCauley. She is an incredible lady who has not allowed a disability to stop her one minute. In fact, I think I got a good nickname for you, Jill. Unstoppable Jill McCauley of Certainty Management. How does that sit with you? That sounds good. Tell me a little bit about this transition into the business world because certainty management is not a small outfit uh and you are sitting there almost like uh, the ceo's right arm from my understanding so tell me how that uh, transition occurred for you you know coming out of this situation of of this disablement and uh obviously some hard decisions uh brought you to this point yeah it's it was a unique opportunity that i did Definitely did not see coming. Um, I became acquainted with Patrick Lang, the CEO and founder of our our company, Certainty Management, because um, his father and my father grew up together in Southern California from the time they were just kids and knew each other from church and other activities. And so um, we, they kind of occasionally kept in contact over the years, but we were on vacation in Utah where Patrick's parents live. And he just, his father, John, happened to call and to catch up with my dad. And we just, we were there at the time. So we went and visited with them and, and became acquainted with them. And then they told me about Patrick and that he was building this company and, and um, it's, wondered if I would, would be interested in being a part of it. So that was how the whole journey started. And that was uh, several years ago. And so um, Patrick had just created a small consulting firm and um, was looking to expand. And I came on to um, join in the growing process of this entrepreneurial um, effort, you know, which is I, which was new and um, very exciting to be a part of something that's growing and has a lot of potential. You know, it's interesting is that your official title is administrator, right? with the company that mm-hmm. normally I always equate to a number cruncher, right? <laughs> is that something that you really enjoy or do you actually get involved in the marketing and the sales process of the company? I don't do a lot of number crunching. I leave that up to Patrick. That's not my forte, but I do um, support the team. I do a lot of onboarding of new, um, new team members. I also work in kind of an executive assistant role 
as well. And I do a little bit of marketing also. Okay. Let me ask you a question a little bit about certainty. Did it really start in, you know, filling a gap in the nonprofit realm? That's kind of the way I, I kind of saw it from the get-go. And of course, it's got expansiveness since that juncture. But uh, I was the CEO of a nonprofit, as I told you before we got on the air together. Uh, and I know the drill and I know the challenges of being, you know, the head of a nonprofit and the day-to-day you know, pain threshold <laughs> that many times that that presents that's not fun. That is um, one of one of the areas that we definitely are involved in and are developing our, our program to raise money for nonprofits. We have uh, started out with one single service and that was as a cost reduction service. So we have a partner, Nuqua Group, and they um, help people save money on businesses, save money on their printer and copy costs. And so that was our one area of focus at the beginning. And then we started to see that there were more needs that we could meet um, in the world. There was, as we know, there's a lot of uncertainty in the world. And a lot of people, businesses and individuals have needs and things that, they, that um, they're looking for help with. And so we saw the opportunity to expand our portfolio of um, vendor partners and services and offerings so that we could meet some of those needs. And so we did a lot of diligent research and found some really incredible partners that we work with. And um, one of those ways that we wanted to use our services and for our businesses was to um, use them to also at the same time raise money for nonprofits. And we call that profit with purpose. We want to do more than just make money. We want to make a difference in the world. And really we want to help create certainty which is part of our name, Certainty Management, for um, individuals and for businesses so that everyone can experience you know, certainty in their life, which I think everyone is looking for because um, it's difficult for businesses and individuals to exist in, in the world these days. It's a lot of challenges. You know, obviously nonprofits carry a different IRC, uh, you know, classification, 501c3, 501c6, different things like this, right? And, you know, people always say, well, it's it's a nonprofit or a non-for-profit uh, business. It's a different business infrastructure. How so? They still turn the key in the door. They still have to pay employees. They still have to write, you know, and pay for insurances. They still have to make payroll. I mean, how so is it that much of a difference just because they've got nonprofit in front of the word business. I mean, are you finding that to be true? Are the nonprofits out there facing the same challenges? Yes, it's becoming more challenging to raise money for nonprofits, especially with uh, the pandemic. You know, people are watching their money more closely these days. And so fundraising, in some senses, kind of a broken system, the way of the old way of fundraising. And so we're looking to expand in a new way, a new way that they can help um, help these nonprofits. You definitely need to have money, profits to run a nonprofit, which is kind of interesting to think about, but it, it's true, you know, you need to be able to run the organization and pay people to run it. And, you know, hopefully the majority of the funding that you raise will go to whatever your area of focus is. But we feel like that we have a new way to approach that problem of raising funds. You know, Jill, one of the things I found myself when I was a CEO of a nonprofit, I found that I was susceptible to what I called the tyranny of the urgent, okay? Because every single time I turned around, it seems like I had another fire to put out, right? 
Now, that being in a business type of infrastructure and, you know, culture, if you will, uh, it's got to be a little bit, you know, challenging to penetrate, right, of certainly management actually getting their wares in front of the eyeballs of someone or a decision maker, if you will, uh, to get them to be a client status. Are you finding that to be true? How are you approaching that? Because I'm sure that there are some other maybe people out there that are listening to the show or even nonprofits that would like to maybe get in relationship with you. Yeah, it is. It is difficult to get in uh, the listening ear of a decision maker. We get a lot of phone calls these days, people wanting, um, wanting us to buy things. And I think oftentimes our phone calls can come across that way. And um, also it's difficult for people to change. You know, this is we, our, our, our um, view of what fundraising can be is different and it's very outside the box, but we know the potential of it and that it, it can work. And so, um, it just takes the right conversation to help people understand it. If they're willing to listen long enough to really let us explain it, then they kind of catch the, the vision of it and can see that it, it possibly can work for them. You know, your approach is so unique because uh, I remember when I was a CEO, you know, you're dealing with grant writing, you're dealing with, you know, high-end donors, you're dealing with trying to fill those spots on the executive board where the guy is going to have the influence necessary, right, to take it out to different worlds, to create donor base and all those minutiae, if you will, that all come together on the board table once a month <laughs> for discussion, right? And many, many times, it's not a very, very favorable position to be in or a culture uh, at that particular time that lends itself to everybody being in agreement, right? It's almost like in a sense of herding cats, you know, in a, in a, in a nonprofit's realm. How do you, I mean, do you kind of like, you know, grab the rung of a ladder, you know, in, in the nonprofit realm to find out where the first fit is and then just kind of expand it out from there? Yes, usually we start with just trying to get as high up the ladder as possible. You know, if we can talk to the CFO or someone who is a major decision maker, um, then that is really the best option to start with someone at the top but getting to them is often difficult. Um, we've, uh, you know, warm leads, you know, people who you know, or someone you know that knows somebody, that is really helpful way to get into, speak with someone who can help you out and get you connected. But um, yeah, just making a lot, just keep trying, you know, not every call you make is gonna go through or not every person's gonna be receptive to your message. But um, just saying, you know, okay, well, there is someone out there who's going to listen and just continually trying. Yeah. I remember when we used to have guys out there or gals, you know, fundraisers, right? You know what I'm talking about. These are professional people, you know, that raise capital uh, for small businesses. And what was amazing is you can, when you got to the parking lot, the uh, fundraiser drove up in a 550 Mercedes and <laughs> all the other CEOs were driving up in Hondas and Toyotas, you know, because fundraisers get paid big bucks to raise these funds, right? Now, Certainty is doing a little bit different twist. And the fact that what you guys have done, you have created this incredible uh, arsenal, if you will, of resource for the nonprofit realm. And you are creating savings levels, not just at the corporate level, but also at the donor level, depending upon whether or not that uh, 
nonprofit wants to penetrate, right, their donor level with some of your products and services. But here's the key, and I think it's brilliant. Savings are created, right? And you are turning around and handing half that savings back to that nonprofit. To me, that's a very painless, very non-threatening, very malleable, very, very fluid way of putting money back in the hands of the nonprofit. Yeah, it is. Um, it's unique. Like I said, getting people to listen to it is sometimes challenging, but we do have a whole profile and um, of services that are in oftentimes very involved with cost savings for companies. So if we approach a company or a nonprofit or someone that the nonprofit refers us to, we can create savings in their company and then um, encourage them or tell them, you know, this, this nonprofit referred us to you, we did this work for you, and, and um, we encourage them to give back. But if they don't want to, you know, we will pay half of what we make on um, serving them and saving money for them back to the nonprofit that connected us. Okay. Now you mentioned saving money on printers, right? On printing, right? Which is, that's a big expense these days. It is a um, big expense. What other ways or other vehicles or other resources are you presenting to nonprofits that create that 50% partner relationship? Yes, we have the printer and copy cost reduction. We have a personal bill savings program because people have a lot of personal bills and um, those costs can be very high. So uh, we can use the personal bill savings as a fundraiser for sports teams or um, youth groups for churches or churches in general. So that is um, a way that we can create savings. When you say personal bills, what would that encompass? Are we actually talking about utilities? Are we talking about uh, you know normal day-to-day -day expenses that a family incurs? Yeah, this is utilities, your phone bill, your cable bill, your water bill, your, um, I think even waste management. There's a, a whole list of, of uh, bills that, that the, the partner that we work with will evaluate and um, cut costs on for you. Have you come to California recently? <laughs> our gas, our natural gas bill almost tripled, in some cases quadrupled in this state because California was doing much better than the East Coast. So now we're subsidizing the people that had the shortages, right? On the East Coast during that recent, you know, snowfall, all that stuff back there. I mean, it's just absolute lunacy. So to turn around and look at that from an aspect of just the state of California alone, I would think that nonprofits would be eating out of your hand. Yeah, yes, it's, um, well, we certainly hope that happens. We really want to help out nonprofits. We also have the, we help people apply for the employee retention tax credit. So that creates a large flow of money into their organization that then we can encourage them to, um, pay towards a nonprofit. And then we also donate from whatever we make from helping them receive that um, tax credit from the COVID CARES Act. Okay, now you mentioned to me that you basically help to manage the internal affairs of the company, including personnel, right? As far as the marketers, right? And you have quite a few people who are marketing for this company. What, what's the numbers right now in certainty management uh, that you oversee? We have uh, a team of a large team. A lot of people are doing it on becoming a member of our team and, and using, promoting some of our services as 
kind of like a, a second job and they do it in their off hours. But we have a team, a core team of individuals that is doing this full time. I'd say uh, maybe 20 or 30 that are actively promoting this, but our team is growing and expanding very quickly. Well, very nice. Well, I'll tell you what, we've got to take another quick break here, unfortunately, Jill. Uh, advertisers have to get their message out there. But boy, I'll tell you, it's amazing to me, just, I mean, just sitting here listening to you and all the things that you've done in your life and now engaged in a company that helps so many people manage not just their expenses, but help to keep nonprofit doors open. Boy, what an incredible position you now find yourself in. And I congratulate you, you know, because I guarantee you, Patrick can't do it without you, right? <laughs> anyway, we are moving towards another quick break here. You're listening to Business Buzzer, Frank Helling, live on the Voice America Business Network, brought to you now by Business Group Resources. Well, I have been talking to you. I've been pleading with you. If I could get out there and grab you by the shoulders and shake you, I would do it. Because if you've paid taxes in the last three years, there is a little known tax credit out there called R&D. R&D stands for research and development. And what that means is in certain criteria, you are allowed to recapture taxes that you've already paid that fall under this R&D provision in the Internal Revenue Code. And this incredible company, Business Group Resources, they've been around for well over 15 years this goes all the way back to the Reagan administration who inaugurated this, and it's been ratified by every United States president, and President Obama even increased the amount of limits that you, the business owner, can get back from the IRC. So pick up that phone right now and dial 877-857-6875, 877-857-6875, and get with my good friend out there, Ken DeBose. He'll tell you in about 15 minutes whether or not you qualify or not. And don't worry about an audit because they've never been audited in well over 15 years of business. So get with Business Group Resources today and find out what you're entitled to. Well, I've been mixing it up with Jill McCauley of Certainty Management. What an incredible lady overcoming disability to launch into a business career. And we're going to be right back after my advertisers take two and two to take a look at you with more buzz for your business. Moda Business Solutions is your one-stop shop with a focus on time and cost savings. We let you, the business owner, focus on running your businesses instead of searching for quality products and services. Cash is king, and we strive to put more cash into your pocket. Moda Business Solutions provides top-of-the-line products and services, connecting you with trending companies. Are you ready to grow your business? Call Moda Business Solutions at 858-251-4640 or visit us online at modabusinesssolutions.com. At LaTip, in everything we do, we believe in the importance of small business success. 
and we believe in helping small businesses reach their growth goals. The way we help small businesses is by building relationships, training on how to expand those relationships into closable leads, and providing technology to efficiently interact within those relationships. We just happen to run business networking meetings. Want to come to one? This is the power of Latip. Visit latip.com for more information. That's L-E-T-I-P.com. We're always looking for guests, resources, and business promotion. Would you like to be a guest on the show? Do you have a resource that can help small businesses increase sales, lower costs, and amplify brand loyalty? Do you have a business that needs to elevate your brand and expand your reach? If any of these sound like a fit for you, you need to partner with us. Call us at 877-3-NOW-BUZZ. That's 877-366-9289. And discover how Business Buzz and Business Watch can take your message and company further. Again, give us a call at 877-3-NOW-BUZZ. 877-366-9289. Business Watch is your outreach to feel the pulse and increase the buzz in your business community. Invite Frank to be a speaker at your next event. We can create a live promotional video with you at your next event to brand your brand. Visit businessbuzz.com. Having Frank come speak at your event can motivate your team and your customers, which means he can also motivate the growth of your business. It's time to take it to the next level. Visit businessbuzz.com and watch things grow. PPP, COVID-19, SBA, is there a way? It's time for Business Watch, where your voice matters. Call into the show at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or drop us an email at info at businessbuzz.com. That's info at B-I-Z-Z-N-E-S-S buzz.com. We know you've got something to say. Now, here's Frank Hellring, Business Watch, where your voice matters. Hey, welcome back. I'm your host, Frank Hellring, live now on Business Watch. This is the segment of the show where we open up the phone lines in Phoenix and allow you, my listening audience, to call in live and mix it up with me or my fabulous guest, Joe McCauley. So pick up that phone right now and dial 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. And you can mix it up live on Business Watch with myself or my fabulous guest, Joe McCauley, today. Well, Jill, I tell you what, we've kind of run through an incredible amount of your life, especially your business career now with certainty management. But you've got uh, a goal out here now, right, that I understand that you want to write a book. Now, you're not going to be the first one that came along that wanted to write a book. But when you tell me that you have limited use of your arms and hands and lower part of your body, I mean, obviously, you're going to have the technology necessary to help you with that. But... Where are you going with that? Yes, it's something that I've, I, did, I didn't do a lot of writing before my accident. So writing for me is kind of a new adventure and I'm really enjoying it. It's allowed me to uh, express my thoughts and share my experiences and the things that I've learned over the last 23 years. And, and um, it's really very freeing. It's also therapeutic to write your story, your own personal history. And I have a lot of support in that. And that's kind of what I'm focused on is um, just telling, telling about who I am and the things I've learned and, um, you know, 
yeah, just how I hope it can help other people. Have you got a title for it yet? I'm I'm working on it, workshopping that. <laughs> workshopping that. Do you yeah. have a ghostwriter? I don't. No, I'm doing all the writing myself. I have several people though who are editing and encouraging me and um, lots of editors in my life right now. So that's really helpful. You know, I've been asked to write a book myself. You know, everybody looks at me sometimes and sees all the things I've gone through in the business world. And they say, gee whiz, Frank, you're a Renaissance man. You should write a book, you know. And I just haven't gotten around to it. You know, you remember the old buttons route round to it. I just haven't gotten around to it. It's as simple as that. Maybe one of these days I will. But Jill, let me ask you a question. When we talk about writing a book, we talk about basically unfolding our life, right? And that sounds to me like that's about what you're about ready to do. And quite frankly, I noticed that you are in league and in relationship with a lot of disabled organizations out there that have folks just like you that would love to hear your story. Now, to me, that is an admirable thing on your part to write a book of that nature because you never know who you're going to help, do you? No, you, you really don't. This life, we sometimes are just along for the ride a little bit. And I really do hope that it helps people. And I am involved with um, some, or specifically one really great nonprofit organization in the Seattle area. It's called the Here and Now Project. And it was started by a friend of mine, Kenny Salvini, and he and his wife run it now. And they work to connect and empower the paralysis community in the Pacific Northwest where I live. And they have monthly meetups and connections and annual events that really help people um, in my situation and anyone in a wheelchair. And so being involved with that is very um, fulfilling. I don't, I don't do any of uh, the running of it, but I do participate in their activities and feel um, greatly blessed and, and uplifted just by the, the shared, talking with people with a shared experience and um, sharing stories and tips and um, helpful tricks and uh, things to avoid. And it's been really neat to meet with people and be inspired by them and, um, you know, share what I can with them. You know, one of the things you mentioned to me is that you live in a little old log cabin in the state of Washington. I found that really intriguing, okay? Because, of course, we all remember that Abraham Lincoln uh, basically educated himself by candlelight uh, in a log cabin. I mean, how are you finding that, you know, uh, to be at your stage in life? In the fact, I mean, do you have very many neighbors out there? Um, obviously, you're working... Uh, in a very big arena with certainty management, uh, all the different pieces and uh, points of contact, you know, that that company touches. Uh, it's very, uh, you know, kind of intriguing to me that you're working out of a log cabin. Tell us a little bit about that. Yes, we do live in a log cabin in a town called Woodenville. And we have neighbors. We live on like an acre and a half. So it's not extremely close neighbors, not a, a tract home or anything, but... Um, it was a great place to grow up. I think it, I love being outside in nature and Seattle is very beautiful. So it um, fosters imagination and helps my writing. Um, it's very nice to be able to work remotely from my home and live with my family and my amazing parents who have been a huge part of my journey because of, uh, before my accident, but especially after, you know, they, they gave up and sacrificed a lot so that I could go to college and then I could come home and, and live in a home that was um, 
comfortable for me and that I could do things in and, and function in. And my, my mom was my caregiver for 20 years and my dad um, supported us. And my mom even, she moved away to college with me and lived with me for three years when I wanted to finish my degree. And so I'm, I'm grateful to live in a, in a place and in a community that's supportive and helpful and have a wonderful family who supports my dreams and encourages me in this new adventure with certainty management. And um, I just feel very grateful. It wasn't all easy. You know, there were a lot of hard things, but um, I just feel very fortunate. My goodness. I mean, you literally are living in a log cabin that was your birth home, right? Of your parents. Yes. Uh -huh. Oh, wow. I, I didn't realize that. I thought, I thought that was maybe your little corner of the world, but I mean, my goodness, uh, you know, we always say family first, right? Mm -hmm. And certainly that, that came to pass in your life. Let me ask you a question. Fast forward for me a little bit. You're writing a book. You're part of certainty management. Certainty management is expansive right now. You know, uh, opening up new markets. A uh, large part of that is due to uh, certainty global coming to pass, which is a company that Patrick and I formed. Uh, that basically came alongside really what you guys are doing. Uh, in certainty management. And now there's a lot more arrows in the quiver <laughs> uh, to be able to present both to large and small companies. And more and more of that's going to be exposed in the coming months. Let me ask you a question. Where do you see yourself five years from now? That is a really great question. Definitely hope to have my book published by then. And um, yeah. I just want to continue with what I'm doing um, with certainty management and help build it and grow it so that we can hopefully affect more, more businesses in a positive way, help bring more certainty into people's lives, and especially in the nonprofit world, just to help increase the good that's already being done. There are so many people doing good, and we just want to support them and help their journey. You know, I have a friend who's daughter has cancer and um, it's a rare childhood cancer and there isn't a lot of a lot of fundraising there is a lot, a lot of money in in that um, and finding a cure for a childhood cancer in general and her specific cancer so just finding passion projects that um, I can put my energy towards and my um, my business time and and work to just really make a difference in the world and Hopefully, you know, when I get to the end of my life, I can look back and say, you know, I, I did good. You know, I, I used my experience and this opportunity and my challenges, everything good and bad to really help people and make a difference and, um, and not just survive this life, but really thrive in it. I have a friend too, Meg Johnson, and she is also quadriplegic and she, she always says that that you don't have to be in a wheelchair to know what it's like to have life be so hard you don't you can't stand and that really we just all need to keep on rolling and i really love that because it we all have struggles and challenges and i just want to be able to uh, help people and support them and and um, maybe be a light you know to others who are experiencing difficult things you know, Jill, can I challenge you a little bit in the time remaining we have on the show? And we're drawing close here. We've only got four minutes to go. But you and I talked a little bit about you are an aged millennial, right? 
And we know that millennials out there are severely challenged in the job marketplace and, quite frankly, have little or no interest in being small business people or entrepreneurs to a great degree. Let me ask you a question. Do you see yourself maybe somewhere down the road possibly being part of a think tank, a brain trust? This is something I was going to talk to Patrick about because we're in the process of combining our shows together on Voice America. He's kind of the hearty of the, you know, the set in the small business community. I'm the Laurel. Uh, the two of us go together very well. Separately, we also stand, but together we are like a one-two knockout punch, you know, for the small business community. And we're excited about that. But also, why do we exist? We exist because there is a need out there. And one of the biggest glaring needs is these millennials that need to be motivated to take on responsibility for getting involved in this huge re you know, realm called small business, right? Would you agree with that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, small business is very important. And the majority of our businesses in this country are small business. And I don't think I realized that. I live in a small town, as I mentioned, and there are a lot of small businesses. But um, I don't, yeah, I don't know how many are owned by millennials, but I, you know, certainly hope to be able to. I would love to further that that mission, you know, to help and um, maybe mentor any young young individuals or in college. I have some nieces and nephews, and I'd love to see them um, start a business or be involved with the business help mentor them in, in some way that would encourage them to grow our country in, in that area of business. So if we put a special outreach together, maybe a separate Zoom call, we started, you know, you not despise the day of small beginnings, right? That's what it says in the Bible. I mean, we start small and we expand it out, but you would be uh, open to participating in that with us? Yeah, definitely. Outstanding. We got two minutes left to go on the show, Jill. Tell my audience how they get in touch with this fabulous administrator of Certainty Management. Well, Certainty Management has a website. It's um, certaintyteam.com. And you can go there and there's a lot of information about the different services that we have. And there's phone numbers as well. And um, yeah, that is really the best way to connect with us. I'm sure this There'll be information also in the show notes or the description of, from this radio show as well, how to contact us. And um, yeah, we, we really do have some great services, meeting the needs of a, a lot of uncertainty, new ways to do things, that um, a new way of banking that doubles your buying power, you know, a new way of doing business funding, a new way to protect people, protect children in schools, uh, a new way to raise money for nonprofits and uh, kind of a new way to do healthcare. So there are lots of things that we're doing right now to help businesses and individuals. And um, yeah, please reach out to us. We would absolutely love to be of assistance however we can. We're just trying to be um, servant-minded, you know, to help others. And Jill, I said it before, I said it again, you are unstoppable. <laughs> don't ever change and thank you my listening audience for tuning into business buzz today if you'd like to be a guest or you have a business that needs to elevate your brand and expand your reach you can reach us toll free 877 number three n-o-w-b-u-z to learn more about the show you can go to businessbuzz.com that is the rudimentary website that we have up right now all that's going to be changing but if you want to know more about me that's where you go i've got another show coming up next week all put together by my publicist dr andrea 
Adams Miller. You don't want to miss that show because we always have a nice surprise coming from my publicist. The buzz factor of your business is what we seek to increase week in and week out. Tune in next week as we bring more guests like Jill McCauley of Certainty Management and bring back more resources to help your business buzz. Thanks for tuning in Business Watch and Business Buzz with Frank Hellring. We'll be back next Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. We hope to have you join us again next time for some more terrific ways to revitalize your small business.